This is a CBC Podcast. If you grew up in Saskatchewan, you've likely been to an auction or two, maybe for cattle or farm equipment. Now the government is preparing to auction off permits for retail liquor stores. It's getting out of that business, as promised last fall in the government's throne speech. For more on the plans, we've reached our political panel. Adam Hunter covers politics for CBC Saskatchewan. Murray Mandrick writes a column in the Regina Leader Post, and they both join us weekly at this time. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Adam, what is happening with these stores? Well, uh, starting next month, they'll be put up for auction. There's 34 stores in total uh, that will be on the auction block. And the permits uh, are the only thing that can be uh, auctioned. The the physical buildings, the contents of those buildings, they won't be up for auction. And the conditions are that the, the winning bid will have to operate a store, open a store and operate it before flipping that store. So... There are, you know, several conditions in this. The government says, you know, that it's it's it believes it'll make money out of this model. The the they haven't said what ballpark they expect to make in in, in it. The uh, union has argued that this is going to be a money loser for the government because of the uh, revenue that it can bring in through sales in these 34 stores. But the government has been, you know, slowly getting out of the uh, alcohol sales business. The, at least the retail part, they'll still control the wholesale. But the retail stores, that's something that's been kind of slowly worked away over the last uh, few years. And uh, at the end of this month, they'll be completely out of the retail business as those stores will close down. Murray, what do you make of the way the government is handling this? Well, I was a little skeptical at first, and you know, the the business of uh, of, an, of selling them by auction seems a little too on the nose for Saskatchewan, as I think I wrote today. But uh, after talking to people more familiar with the industry than I, and and not in government, uh, they say that this makes up for some things that weren't done properly in the first go around of uh, privatization, is in letting the first. Uh, private permits, I think back to 2008. At that time, you just applied and there were no permits. Well, these permits are a huge value and they've done a couple since. This is actually a BC model uh, in terms of, of where they've get, gotten the idea for this auction. And they've gone for in the upper six figures, even in sort of some rural uh, locations or in smaller city town uh, locations uh, for the few a couple permits that have been issued. So if you think about timesing that number by 34, there might might be uh, cash available to pay for the transition costs of this. I have absolutely no worry about government ever losing money on liquor as badly as maybe the stores were run and maybe as deliberately badly as the stores uh, were run for philosophical reasons of wanting to prove that they weren't uh, uh, effective. I think there is that uh, in government. But there's also the other side that seems desperate uh, to prove that this is a good thing. And I don't see how it necessarily is as sad as the job losses are, Steph. Like, we're not in uh, the retail business with uh, cannabis. We're not in the retail business of a lot of things. This is sort of a quaint, outdated thing that goes back to Saskatchewan. And as, as sad as, as it is to see anybody lose their job, uh, I, I get where the government is coming from on, on, on this particular uh, one. Uh, as I say, my initial skepticism is somewhat placated, but there's a lot to look for here. Adam, what's the reaction been to this? Obviously, we've heard from the union representing the workers that it doesn't like it. Yeah, the, the opposition, uh, I guess, uh, has come out against this ob- as well, saying that you know, the government isn't handling this properly, that they're, they, they believe the government will lose revenue that could be spent, uh, you know, on programs and for, for people in the province uh, through the sales in these stores. 
but the the campaign was kind of uh, short and sweet because the government didn't really slow play this at all. They announced it in the throne speech, and then uh, that was sort of that. And we we know that the uh, through reporting from Murray's colleague Jeremy Simes of the Leader Post that there is a severance from the SLGA uh, for the SLGA workers. Uh, but they're disappointed. They say that the workers have been upset and dis- depressed over the last little while because they see the stores, you know, slowly uh, shutting down and, and they'll be shut down by the end of this month. Murray, what will you be watching for to gauge whether or not this was successfully transitioned? There's a couple of really good measures, uh, Steph, one of which is how much money we get from these permits, one of which is where where the stores go. There is a matrix that the government didn't communicate this particularly well, but there are details that are interesting. There's a matrix that basically says a city the size of Regina uh, can't have any more than 40 stores uh, and that they have there can only be so many stores within a certain population area and no community under 500 people can get them. I'll be very interested who gets the stores. Uh, I assume it'll be large companies like uh, Sobeys and, and Co-op, and that, but that was the problem with the first go-around in terms of them just absorbing some of these prime location markets. Uh, but there'll, there'll be all those fascinating things to sort of consider, and also the value of uh, uh, of uh, the properties that are existing that'll be sold separately through private uh, uh, realtors, uh, whether whether where these stores go and whether some of these stores wind up back in their old locations will be interesting. And as Adam pointed out, whether the workers are going to be treated fairly in transition is is, is of utmost importance. Uh, we know that booze is uh, a money maker and also a substance that we have issues with here in Saskatchewan. Uh, not unique to Saskatchewan, but we've got our fair share. And there are other uh, substances that are causing problems, including another record-breaking year for drug overdose deaths. Adam, what's the latest? Yeah, our Dan Sikreski had these numbers a few days ago. Uh, 204 uh, confirmed overdoses in Saskatchewan, 217 suspected. So it's a total of 421, which is higher by 20 than the previous year. Uh, Chief Coroner Clive Wayhill saying that, you know, although this isn't good news, of course, it's we're not seeing these huge spikes in overdoses year to year, that per- perhaps they're plateauing. Uh, that's his sort of uh, hopeful spin on this. Uh, but he did say also that they've had to bring in you know more coroners to to do the work because of the, the the amount of deaths and the amount of studies that have to be done. Uh, in in a lot of cases, uh, you know, these are also young people. So he says that's caused a lot, caused a lot of, you know, stress and 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 caused a lot of uh, you know anxiety for for these workers. It's a it's a tough situation. Uh, also, should mention that Regina way ahead of Saskatoon as far as the, the deaths is, uh, that have been confirmed, 85 to 45 uh, fentanyl being the leading cause in the province. So uh, just uh, really tough numbers uh, at the end of the year and, and something that uh, had been expected, but but still really, really tough to see how, how high they are. Murray, what needs to happen to get a handle on this? I wish I knew, Steph. You know, it, it, it's, it's sad... 
in the sense that I don't think we do have a handle on it, and we need, I guess, if, to, to answer your question directly, far more uh, intense study. As we talked about last week, I was very disappointed that the uh, coroner chose not to have a full inquest into Shane Turner's uh, death. He was the young Regina man that, with a, with a young family that uh, died in November uh, 2021 in a hotel after asking seven times to be placed in uh, Regina detox and not being able to because of of uh, the uh, uh, the fact that there were no beds available there are beds coming online across the province uh, we are seeing you know uh, uh, solid kits basically being sent home in a way that we didn't before and that was part of the recommendations uh, coming from uh, uh, coroner Clive uh, Weigel in 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 after uh, being asked to look at the inquest but what I think we do need is much more because I think we're making a mistake as Adam outlined these are young people it seems to be cutting across economic lines a lot more than maybe uh, experts in the field initially thought and certainly more than the average person thinks Uh, in that way it's a little bit like alcohol except that when you have a a drug like fentanyl it tends to be more an immediate in terms of an addiction uh, result is in death than than maybe alcoholism is there's a lot to learn here and we need to make better efforts to learn because as adam outlined the numbers are just absolutely tragic you guys thanks very much for making time for us this friday we appreciate it thanks for asking for more cbc podcasts go to cbc.ca slash podcasts